welcome everybody for tuning in and listening to another uh, session of the interview uh, by the Community Heroes. And if you've been following us, you know that our mission is to mentor, educate, and transform with our ultimate vision of creating an all-inclusive uh, uh, world or atmosphere. Now, we've done a lot of different stories, uh, all based on barriers, all based on individuals who come from different walks of life. Uh, but again, still focusing on creating a world where people are not judged and everyone can live uh, inclusively. So today I have someone that I've known for years. He's seen me growing up from a kid to a man, uh, someone here from Wayne County that's trying to better uh, the world, just like we are. Um, I'd like to introduce today, uh, Mr. Thomas Wright Sr. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing fine, hope you are. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm glad I had the opportunity to reach out to you. I've been watching you um, for a couple of years and just seeing some of the things that you're doing in Wayne County. And uh, you know, like I said, it, it takes all of us to make things better. And uh, I'm just glad that we had a chance to work together on the same platform, you know, trying to better uh, Wayne County. So right. um, I'm excited about this interview. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to kind of jump right into uh, the interview. And I'm not going to steal the thunder. I'm going to let you tell a little bit about, uh, you know, your background, where you're from and things like that. Okay. Um Basically, basically, I am from um, Windsor, North Carolina. That's where I was born in, uh, at uh, Berkshire County, which is up in the <coughs> excuse me, the northeastern uh, section of North Carolina. Uh, I moved to Goldsboro back in 1975. I've been here ever since. Uh, I have uh, I graduated from high school and I went to a started school at A and T, and then uh, when my father died, I, I dropped out and then I went to community colleges. But uh, coming up through the years here in Goldsboro, I. Uh, Done a, done some several things. I, I I went to school for welding, uh, majored in auto diesel mechanics, and then uh, I kind of branched out and went into construction. And uh, back in it was 2015 when I had a uh, heart surgery. I took and uh, had a talk with God. I was in the hospital and I, I, I said, uh, there was some reason that you were keeping me here. And uh, he brought it to me to help his lease. And the one that he brought to me was the homeless people. Homeless veterans and homeless citizens that's out there uh, and everything. So I started my uh, nonprofit, MLFL Incorporated which stands for Miracles Love for Lives. And that miracle is spelled M-I-R-A-K-A-L. I named the organization after my 
my daughter, Miracle, who is, she's artistic and everything. And uh, she has this desire, just as I do, t- to try to do better and help the people around us do better and survive. So uh, we come up and uh, started this thing to work with the homeless, homeless veterans and homeless people all over Goldsboro, Wayne County. And uh, through the years, uh, we started it in 2015, and through the years, I have attended meetings and everything, and we have put our head together and everything on this, and all everybody worked at it as diligently and hard as they could, but there was something that was missing. And so I was sitting down one night, and I was went to thinking. I said, now, homeless, homeless. The 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 word speak for itself. That's like the meaning of it. The definition of homeless is a person who is without a home. So that's when I came up with the idea in order for us to help the homeless, we first have to get them a place to go. So we that's so then we came up with I came up with the idea of me and uh this Gentleman, his, his name is uh, Mr. David Simmons, and uh, him and I got together and everything, and we decided to build tiny houses, build a community village for the homeless. Uh, we're doing it under a different design because there are other people, uh, other organizations and stuff around, like in Asheville and Greensboro, North Carolina, and Wilmington had the Eden Village. Greensboro has the tiny house community, and Asheville has an, another village. But uh, we come up with the idea, along with my my wife, who named it uh, the Restoration of Hope Village, and uh, that is that we look at giving people hope on bettering their lives and not only bettering the lives of the people here, but bettering our city and our county because we all work together as one and uh, we can get this done and make it livable and and, and prosperous for each and every one here. We are located our place is located down on 2001 South Slogan Street. We're right there at the back gate of the Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. We're going to be right there. And that's where we're going to start building these tiny houses. And uh, we're going to have all kinds of services. Because along with the homeless comes a lot of different areas that you have to cover. Uh, where some don't, don't know. And that's why I, I was saying to you, uh, Tyrone, because uh, some people look at being, having a, a, a deficiency of being handicapped or being dis- disabled means you have to have uh, some kind of dysfunctional part about your body. And, and which that's true. But uh, as the, 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 the laws and the rules and the government state, it can be anything from a speech impairment to a, a 
you stepping wrong or something. So disability comes in a in a in a in a great form. It's a broad spectrum, and a lot of homeless people, especially the veterans, are have has a disability. And so we plan and intend to. Uh, we're going to have the wraparound service where we're going to have medical treatment. We're going to have mental health treatment, substance abuse, behavior care, and uh, peer support and, and tutoring to help get these people back to to being at their best standards where they can uh, maintain their responsibilities and uh get the training back and, and get familiarized with how to work and do and maintain for itself. Uh, we're going to have uh, job placement, job training, education, and we, we're going to have, we're going to have the works at this village. When they uh, graduate from the village, they will go to their own permanent housing. And then they will be taught how to, monitor their monies and be able to keep track of the bills and when they pay the bills and, and do things of that sort. But one of the main things that uh, I feel so good about this program and what we'll be doing is that when they leave from us, when they graduate from the village and they go out into their own home, that's not, that it doesn't end there. Our services doesn't end there. We're gonna have people that's gonna do wellness checks, and they're gonna go around to them and sit down and talk to them on a one-on-one basis and say, "Well, what are you having problem with? What is that you see that you have a problem with? You can't do that would cause you to backslide, fall back to where you were." So we can, we can work with them like that and keep them on the right road so until they get a uh, themselves together where they can go on for their for their sales. Yeah, now that, that's so important. You know, a lot of times individuals, you know, we don't realize that everything is fine when you're in the midst of something. You know, when you're in the midst of a program or you are in the midst of your friends and family support. But like you just said, when you graduate six months down the road, when you don't have that daily interaction and you back on the grind of reality. You know, that's whenever you know you you realize like, hey, I you know I still need that support. So I, I like you said, it's still very important that you know six months to a year, maybe a little further out, you know, it still need to be uh, monitored just to make sure that they are adjusting well with being put back into regular uh, society. Right. Yeah, they're gonna have to be looked after. And helped. And I wanted, I didn't want to steal your thunder, but there was also, as you were talking, you, you said something that I, I wanted the, our listeners to really think about. Um, as you just said, as you're helping uh, the homeless and how a lot of them are classified as disabled. And I, I would like our listeners to know that if you think about it, every one in three individuals that we encounter on a daily basis has probably had some form of a handicap, was a physical handicap or not or non-visible. So they could have fibromyalgia, they could have 
uh, severe arthritis. They're going to have uh, knee problems, you know, it's right. severe enough to the point to where they're classified as disabled. And a lot of times we see the end result, somebody hopped out the car. You know, we don't understand what it took to get to the car. You know, uh, and, and and so, like you just said, that that right there is a lot of things that you probably will see also. Those individuals that have, have invisible disabilities, um, but they cannot do the job that they probably had been doing for 30, 20 years, 40 years. Right. You know, they find themselves having to adjust. And that's one thing about Community Heroes. One thing I realize is a lot of times to get back right, you got to train, you got to change your whole mind, especially when you're used to doing something for 20, 30 years and you use something and then it changes. You know, yep. mentally, mentally, we got you got to get prepared for that. And 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 like I said, a lot of times people go through depression and 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 it just spirals the disability, depression. And then they really need to transform and not focus on what they couldn't do, but what they can do. Right. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. But, you know, and uh, we intend to take every individual and uh, when we bring them in and we go through the, like, the intake process, we're going to ask them, what is it that you want to do? What you feel like? It is that you can do, or you can do best to so you can provide yourself, provide for yourself in life, so you can maintain your life. What is it? And whatever they they set their mind to that they want to do, then we're gonna work with them to get them better and and, and capable of doing that. And uh, we're gonna uh, work with them to put them on a, a job if they're able to, to hold a job of what they're doing. We're gonna, uh, we also have uh, Wayne Community College who's gonna work with us on a lot of the training and and uh, career readiness stuff for them. Um, we have the Veteran Administration that's gonna work with us with the healthcare and doing for the veterans. Uh, United Healthcare System is going to work with us on the uh, medical part for the civilians, uh, the citizens. We have a a, a, a great group uh, uh, put together to do this. We just uh, have to continue to work together for the better good of each individual that we're working for. I mean, you know, trying to help. Yeah, so. and, yeah, and I was excited whenever uh, I saw it right up in the paper, and that was one reason why I branched out to reach and say, "What can I do to help?" Because I think this is this is awesome, and like you said, other counties already realize that. You know, in order to have a a place where people want to come and stay, things like this is what we need so whenever outsiders come in they can say hey this county offers this and they care about all individuals from all walks of life you know um, you know and, and like I said we having this village to kind of have these people get back 
uh, it's just it's a perfect match. Um, I want to say myself for all who listen to this, especially small businesses. Um, you know, I, I, I challenge you. I, I challenge you as a call to action. Reach out uh, to Mr. Rice and ask for flyers. Ask for newsletters. Ask for whatever you can get and keep it around. And, and, and spread the word about uh, this project. And if you can assist, you know, by all means, do that too. Because, um, like I said, I, we all, at the end of the day, have a, the same goal, wanting to push our visions. And uh, I think this is a great one that we all should get behind. Yeah, uh, that's what we need for all of us to collaborate together, to come together and, and, and do this. Uh, like I, I tell so many, I, I, and last night I was talking to the, uh, the uh, Mr. Kenny Chowton at the planning department down there with the city of Goldberg. And as I told him, this this project here isn't about me or MLFL. It's about bettering the people and the city of Goldberg and the county of Wayne. Because just like, you know, I would tell you, I look at it. If outside people see, and when I speak outside, I'm saying people outside this county and, and city, and they see that how we're working with the homeless and doing with the homeless and training them and getting them trained to, to work and do and, and distill that work ethic in them and what and and do all the things that uh, we can to try to get them up and going, that says a lot. Not only for us, but it, it, it says a lot for the city and the county. And my thing is, I, I think it will only, won't only say a lot, it will help attract new businesses and stuff because uh, these new businesses, they won't to go for people, they know people gonna get trained to do what they uh, need to, them to do. And like I said, we're gonna have uh, job placement and manpower services. Uh, we even gonna have a pet palace, Tyrone, cause there's a lot of homeless people that the only friend that they really feel that they got is their pet. Oh man, you know, I, I didn't think about it. That's, a, man, that's something, man. yeah. We're gonna have a pet palace there in uh, the North, North Carolina uh, uh, NC State Veterinarian School is going to uh, help us with that pet palace and, and, and check the people pets out. Just as we're gonna check out the people, make sure that they are healthy and whatnot, and 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 do all this. And and another thing that that's I'm proud of about this is that. Yes, we're working with homeless veterans and homeless people. And we're going to be located right across the street from two uh, public housing uh, authorities. One is uh, Courtyard, and the other is Seymour uh, Homes. Now, if, if, if there is an uh, 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 individual that comes from one of the places or any other, the... Uh, uh, housing subdivision and they want to enter into the program to better their sales, we're not going to turn them away. We're going to invite them. 
we're gonna let them learn and get trained and everything because I look at it like this. All these people have a certain skill. Right. They can God when God made us, he made everybody with a certain thing that they can do. There's a certain skill that they can do. And if we combine it all together, there's no limit to what we can do or what we can accomplish. <coughs> so that's that's one of the things that we're gonna do too, is to have them uh if they want to participate in the program and, and everything, they be able to go to attend the classes and everything also. Now they won't be able to live on the compound in the houses because basically they have a house. Right. Because the houses are for the homeless. And uh they again that that is the only criteria that, that's gonna uh uh fit is that if you're homeless, you can, you know, we're gonna house you. Uh, we also gonna have a a a a a system where we gonna scan everybody and see who's what what's what, and the, if they have uh, offenses where they have like uh, sex offenders and stuff like that, they will not be housed on this complex. Not with at the restoration of Hope Village on Slogan Street. We are. Uh, Gonna house them, hopefully out there, in one of the buildings at the old chair hospital. Cause I I, I have a building out there, but I got to redo the lease on it and everything, and and so we're gonna redo that lease. But for sex offenders and 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 ones that have violent, real violent records, they will be housed away from the women and kids and stuff. We're not gonna house them around there in. Uh, we have programs and stuff over there for them to uh, attend. But we plan to be fair and, and equal and treat everybody right and do what we can to help any individual, family, or whoever that wants the opportunity to do so. Because, you know, the main thing is they got to want to do it. And there are some that, that do. But I know we're going to run into some that don't want it. But if they don't want it, then we can't make them take it. But yeah. uh, All you can do is present the opportunity. And from that right. point, run to the individual. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's how we plan to do it and everything. And we're going to do it that way. Yeah. Well, uh, that sounds sound awesome. I, uh, Mr. Rice, I, I think um, as I, we went through a lot and I, I think I asked all the questions I needed to ask. Uh, before I finish this up, I'm, I just want to give you an opportunity to just uh, put your contact information out there for those that will hear this uh, so they can contact you directly if they have any questions. Okay. Uh, well, you can contact us is is uh a couple of different ways you can. Uh you can call me on my mobile phone. It, it in the area code 919-750-4665. Or you can email us 
at mlfalinc.2014 at gmail.com. And uh, you can get in contact with us. And I and I ask everybody, it, it ain't no big glamorous website, but it's our website. You can go to our website at uh, restorationofhopevillage.org. It's restorationofhopevillage.org. And uh, you can see uh, all the information and everything about us and what we doing and uh i've had two interviews done wral news did one and spectrum news did another one wral did an interview on me on uh veterans day uh last year and uh spectrum news did one on thanksgiving day last year and uh we have both of those posted on our website along with some more information and stuff so you you can go to the website and uh we have a uh donation button up there where you can donate if you want to and i, I hope uh people choose to because uh we need all the donations we can get so we can make this dream a reality no it's definitely yes okay well um like again, thank you so much. I'm, you know, uh, I'm gonna we'll put this up and, um, you know, as again as um, Mr. Wright said, as individuals listening to this, you know, um, please support this any way you can, financially, word of mouth, whatever. Uh, you know, all support is welcome. And uh, again, thanks, thank you for listening to us. Click our like button on all our platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, uh, then that's all we do right now. But um, yeah, definitely follow us on those. And um, we will catch everyone another time. And again, Mr. Rice, thank you so much for allowing me to interview you. Well, thank you, Tyrone, for uh, having me up here. And uh, we we'll hope we can do this again. And another thing I, I want to say is that. Uh, the city council and in here in Goldsboro has been very uh, good to us. Uh, we have been approved for the uh, rezoning and everything down there in that area. And now uh, we got our site plan done and we're just before carrying them back to the city council to get our final approval so we can go ahead and do our groundbreaking ceremony. And uh, we want to try to do that this month, February. And uh, what I would do, I, I would let you know, Tyrone, and you can let everybody else know. So if they want to attend our groundbreaking ceremony, we'd be glad to have y'all there. Because okay. this, this, like I said, this is only for MLFL. This is for the community, the city of Goldsboro, and the county of Wayne. We we all in this together. Yeah, that's great. I would love to uh, try to host that. Maybe we can get it recorded so I can put on... Uh, I can put it on our page too, so that'd be uh, that'd be great uh, when that day comes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we can do that. We I, we would definitely love to have you do that and everything. And uh, like I said, I'll keep you posted as to things and, and how things progresses and what 
takes place and, and let you know the date, the date of it, and we can go from there. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And again, listeners, thank you for listening. And we will see you all next time. Okay. I, I thank you. And I thank the listeners too. And uh, we, uh, we're going to work together and get this done. You know, there's no need for mothers to have their children and have sleep in the car in a Walmart parking lot. Or there's no need for our veterans who have stood up for us so we can have the freedom that we got now to have to be sleeping in an abandoned house or in the woods or anything. Uh, you know, this COVID and stuff going around and uh, this place is going to be built for social distancing and under all the, you know, have the wraparound service and all the stuff that the CDC and the uh, North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services requires for COVID standards and everything. So we're going, we're doing everything, cover all our bases so we can make the best and the healthiest place for. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I will definitely keep in contact with 